The Texas legislature opened a door for placing the national motto in a conspicuous place in public schools. We're going to talk to some parents who are walking through that door to restore faith in America. Hi, I'm Stuart Shepard, and First Liberty Live is outside today, as you can tell, and it feels like Texas out here. It's warm, it is humid, but we wanted to bring you to where this is happening. This is one of the schools where an In God We Trust poster has been placed in a conspicuous place. And I wanted you to meet a couple of the people who are helping make that happen here in the Dallas area. I've got Lisa Smith and Carla Gant with me. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Carla. Hi. Thanks for making time for me. Uh, this school now has one of these posters in the hallway. Why was that important to you? Well, it was important to me because I feel like our schools have fallen um, so far from our moral standards. And I feel like one of the first steps in getting that back is putting God back in our schools. Yeah. And by doing this, this is just a small step to get him back in a prominent place in our schools. Yeah, Lisa, why was it important for you to be part of this? Oh, very much what Carla just said. And also, I feel like in a way I'm serving God myself, being that I am a Christian. And this is our national motto, in God we trust, trust in God. And I hope that all children and adults that see these signs hanging on our school walls will be reminded of that. I want to read the pertinent part of the law that was passed here in Texas. This is a, a virtual quote. I'm going to shorten a couple of things where they reference, you know, subsections and whatnot. A public elementary or secondary school or institution of higher education must, and that was they originally wrote May and they changed it to must because, you know, it's Texas, display in a conspicuous place in each building of the school or institution a durable poster or framed copy of the United States national motto, In God We Trust, if it is donated for display at the school or institution or purchased from private donations and made available to the school or institution. And that's what you made happen. You basically donated these to the schools, right? Yes, we did. My son actually took this on as his senior project. That's awesome. And so we're in Lovejoy School District, and we worked with Linda Kellogg through National U.S. National Motto Project, her nonprofit organization. Yeah. And she helped us put, put us in touch with the senator in Arkansas that printed the posters for us for a very inexpensive price. We made a donation to him for that and then worked with Hobby Lobby to provide the frames. And so we purchased those and we donated them to the schools, to each building, and they are now hanging in that build, those buildings. What I'm hearing is you share that is, you met the first part of the law, which is it has to be donated. Yeah. So you took care of the cost of this, so they can't say that the school is somehow sponsoring religion. And the other thing that you guys did was, it's very specifically further down in the law, describes what these have to look like, and you followed the law exactly, right? Exactly, yes we did. And in fact, I copied out the bill and pasted it onto the back of each print because we have found that some schools are not happy about receiving these and there is some pushback and we can't guarantee that these are actually ending up on the walls. In a conspicuous place. In a conspicuous <laughs> place, which yeah. we, we hope they are. But yes, I put this on here so when I walk in with it, I give the person a little run through about it. I show them that it is signed by our governor. Here is the bill number and here's the part about how it has to be hung in a conspicuous location. Yeah. Now it's 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 kind of a big deal to do what you're doing. How many have you placed so far, do you figure? 
Well, my school district is a smaller school district, yeah. so we only had eight buildings. The The bill calls for each building yeah. in the ISD. So my district only had eight buildings. So and that was your son's so, project, right? Yes. Explain so, what that means for that to be a senior project. What's that all about? Well, uh, Lovejoy requires every senior to do a project before okay. they graduate. And so um, he's very patriotic, um, very strong in his faith. And so he thought this would be a great fit for him. Yeah, and how many others have you guys placed around and about? Well, I'm in Plano ISD and we have a lot of schools. So we actually just got started on this effort um, towards the end of the school year. So yeah. we haven't done a lot. Next year is gonna be our year. I'm gonna get them all done. I'm likely gonna do it by myself which is kind of a big endeavor, but I'm ready to go. I'm ready to serve the Lord and get these in our schools. And what I was about to ask you is it's kind of a big deal to summon the courage to not just have these printed, but to actually walk into a school building and say, I'd like to have this placed on the wall. What was it like getting over that hurdle of fear and awkwardness about that? Well, I didn't, we didn't have a lot of fear about it. Yeah. Um, my son sent emails to every principal and the superintendent. He's a senior in high school, so he's fearless. He's yeah. like, oh. Yes. <laughs> and um, he was not met with resistance. Our school district was very open to it. Every principal accepted it and hung it in a prominent place, and they're there right now. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure they're aware of the law. What was it like for you to go through that? Oh, I had a different experience. We. Uh, came across a few people who were embraced it and were very delighted to receive them, but we had several who questioned it. Um, I had one say, and this is a law, like very perturbed about it. Yeah. Um, and that's just the way it goes. But going back to your question, yes, it does take courage. And the other thing is you have to figure out what to say when you buzz that buzzer, because I want to know who you are. Right. Well, who are we? I'm a mom delivering something that was donated to your school. That's what I said, because you can't go any other way. I mean, I don't know what else to say. And so there were some that were a little hesitant to let us in because they didn't know us. Right. And I'm not, I'm doing my entire district. So these are schools that they don't know me. Did you call in advance or you just show up at the door? Didn't, I did not. Yeah. No, we just showed up. Yeah. It might, if you gave them a call, it seems like maybe that would at least let them know somebody's going to show up today, right? Yeah. I think going forward next fall, I'm going to do that. I'm going to make a list. I already have a list of my routes. And so I'm getting organized, and that's the secret is you just have to get organized, get your list of schools, find your clusters, so your elementary schools, your middle school, and your high school. In my case, that'd be about five or six, maybe seven schools. I can do that in a day. And so, yes, calling ahead or sending an email, even just to the superintendent, um, letting them know I will be doing that next year. We know that there are some other parents who are also working on this project to help make it happen. I want to let you hear from a couple of others who are also working to get the national motto in public schools here in Texas. Hey there, my name is Adam Rosieri. Cleo Marchese. Jessica Bartnick. I'm really concerned about what I've seen uh, definitely over the last few years as it pertains to kind of the degradation to our meritocracy. Uh, and, and so I'm extremely concerned uh, and really kind of following a moral imperative to ensure that my kid has the future that uh, that he deserves and frankly that all of his peers deserve as well. Well actually it was a group of us that got together because we wanted to bring God back into the schools. I think that's a huge problem that we're having. I think that they're not acknowledging that a large amount of children 
do have faith and practice some type of faith in their home. And it actually can be very isolating to feel like the place that you're at all day doesn't represent a fundamental part of your home, which is your faith. I started a nonprofit in education about 10 years ago where I have a youth mentoring program for underserved students. I spend a lot of time in schools. And so I've kind of seen the way schools have changed over the last just decade alone. So I'm really excited to be a part of this program that we're here today to talk about. I look at data all the time and I've seen really just a, an alarmingly increasing rate of mental health issues amongst kids. And I think that's because kids are kind of feeling the weight of the world uh, on their shoulders. And so I think these signs kind of help remind them that the weight of the world doesn't have to be on their shoulders, that there is a God. And, and frankly, God is here to kind of guide them towards, uh, towards adulthood and towards the next stage of life. Uh, and so I think that these signs are important because they kind of let kids know that they don't have to have everything figured out today. Um, and that there is something better to look forward to. And it can let you know children know that this is an important fundamental part of our Judeo-Christian values as an American society. I had a good friend of mine who did this in Arkansas. Her mom did it in Arkansas. And so she donated 2,000 signs to our organization so we could really get ahead of this and start putting the posters up so kids can see that it's okay to believe in God and it's actually a good thing. It's absurd to think that uh, a phrase like, in God we trust is controversial. I mean, it's, it's, it's literally part of the founding principles of our country. Um, I think it's really important. If we lose God, we lose our country. And we have to bring it back into these schools. And we really have to bring it back into the kids and start with the younger generation to show them that it's okay. And it's actually a good thing to have faith in something other than government or other than something than yourself. And what's most impressive to me about this whole thing, y'all aren't wild-eyed activists. You're just regular moms and dads who are wanting to do something positive in your community just a mom and I'm very passionate about my country. I love my country. I, I respect the freedoms that we have in our country and um, what the men and women have gone through to and sacrificed for those freedoms. And uh, I just want to provide our children with the same thing that I've had and my parents have had growing up. And um, I feel like Respecting God, honoring God is the first step in that. Yeah. And, and getting him back into our schools is key because that's the future of our country. And that's what our country depends on is our children. And so we have to put God back in front of them. Yeah. Lisa, you want to add to that? Oh, I agree totally. And really, um, I didn't even know about this project and how I found out is this lady here was in a local publication so I read an article about her and her son's senior project and I thought to myself this is something I could do just by myself. There, I wanted to do something but I didn't know what to do or how and luckily in the article there was a lot of information and some links of where to get started so I just followed that. I really thought that a lot of people would just come to me same with the same ideas and they didn't. So I realized that I had to do it myself. So I just stood up and again, got the courage and got the signs and just started approaching schools. And here I am. Now that you guys have been through this, what would be your encouragement to other families that might be thinking about this, but they're a little nervous about it, don't know what to do. What would you be your encouragement to help them get involved? Just be bold and stand up. I always tell parents and um, the rest of the country, just stand up. Stand up for what you believe in and, and what's true. Yeah. Lisa? 
Yes, we have to stand up for our religious uh, liberties right now. Obviously, Christianity is under fire, and it's really a scary place that our country is in right now. So all of us need to stand up and stand proud and, and do what it takes to maybe deliver a sign. And I would love to see these not just in our schools, but also maybe in our local libraries or any other buildings. Take one to work. Yeah. I'd like to see these everywhere. Very good. Well, I want you to know that we are proud of you and proud of your effort to make this happen because we have a sense of what it takes to speak up in the current environment. You know, we've taken our hits along the way. And, and I just want you to know that we're fully behind you and encouraging you and want to see you succeed in this in every way possible. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. First Liberty, of course, has a, a, a campaign that we're pushing. It's called Restoring Faith in America. It's based on a, a few Supreme Court victories that we've had over the last few years that basically have cleared the way for this kind of activity to be better protected in the law. What that means is you can now do things that just a few years ago the courts would have said, oh, no, you don't. Well, guess what? Now you can. If you'd like to learn more about what's possible and get some ideas about uh, things that you can do in your state, I encourage you to go to the Restoring Faith in America website. It's rfia.org, rfia.org. You'll find more information there that will be very helpful. First Liberty is fighting for what matters most.